Listen, most podcasts have order and structure. This is what happens when they go off the rails at Christmas. Woo! I'm I'm your host Carl Rowland, and joining as always is my co-host Thomas Dennett Cook. Christmas. Joining us on the panel this show is Law Gilbert. Very special guest in the room. He is a short filmmaker. He's created such taglines, hashtags as um, one one nineteen uh, one hundred nineteen journeys, one one nine journeys, journeys. Yeah. Um, Sleepers Elite, and Get Off Your Phone, Charlie. He's also known as Mr. Christmas Jumper himself, Stuart Green, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And as always, I throw it over to Tom for the news. <laughs> well, we like to begin every show with a little something we call trailer trash. Trailer trash! Um, I uh, gave you guys um, a bunch of trailers to watch, so we put them up online, so if anyone else has uh, had a chance to have a look at them, we'd love your input. We'll begin with um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man! The new Spider-Man reboot. The, the Spider-Man. new new Spider-Man reboot. Um, <laughs> the new the new one. Yeah. The new Fuck new one. The new new one. A property so good, they rebooted it twice. They're, they're probably rebooting it as we speak. <laughs> um, and I will begin with our new guest, who's never been on the show before, to my immediate right, Lord Gilbert. Woo! What did you think of Spider-Man Homecoming? Well... I enjoyed it actually. I thought it looked quite good. Yeah. Kind of fun, young Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I just think it looks like quite fun. I, I like the last Andrew Garfield ones, okay. but maybe he's just a bit old to be mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I'm right. So it's kind of. I don't know a lot about Spider-Man, but he's meant yeah. to be younger rather than. Uh, he's supposed like to be. Uh, yeah, he's he's starting out right? about sixteen. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting back to old old Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, and the Tony Stark stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Linking it in properly, you know, because for ages it was Sony's over here and Marvel's studios. So that like Spider-Man was out in the wilderness, wasn't he? Yeah, but Marvel are just like, we can't hear you over all this box office bros. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Mr. Green. Okay, I know you're more Team DC and Batman and shit, but um, what do you think of (laughs) Spider-Man? The new new Spider-Man. Well, I think the new Aunt May looks good. That's certainly an improvement. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, this, and there's been a thing they've said that, of course, with the Spider-Man and Aunt May are getting younger and younger each reboot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's certainly happened this time. I think they've gone for far more comedy, which okay. I think is a good thing, because I think yeah. Spider-Man is more light-hearted than, mm-hmm. say, the darker stuff, like the things I like, like Batman. The darker things you like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's just scratching the surface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think they're bridging... I mean, obviously, with Civil War, we had the bridge of bringing Spider-Man into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from the clips, it looks like Tony Stark is going to have quite a big role in this film. Mm-hmm. And it's basically going to be how Spider-Man becomes an Avenger, I suspect. Yeah. And I, know, I quite like the joke at the start with the Avengers masks that mm-hmm. the robbers were wearing. I thought that was quite yeah. clever. So was it definitely looks yeah. like it's going to focus on the comedy, which I think is I do like the fact that the Hulk is actually hunched over, like, going like that as well. Visual jokes on a podcast! <laughs> I did enjoy the way the, they've actually managed to, like, bypass the whole we're going to do an origin story but again. They, they said, because, like I said, we've had enough fucking Spider-Man yeah. films now. Ooh, no. We know about the radioactive spider. We've, we've launched into it. As you said, you had Civil War... 
what I like about this trailer is I didn't like his appearance in Civil War. It felt very much fucking shoehorned in. Like, look, well, look, Spider-Man, another toy. Another from what I heard, they, they didn't know when they wrote the original script whether they were going to have access to him or not. Uh, okay. So it was quite so literally shoehorned in in terms of script fight. writing. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. and that's that. Car uh, park fire. It's basically <laughs> that's a Croydon Saturday night fucking Avengers <laughs> movie. Okay, car. I mean, I'm assuming you're all over uh, this. I've I've fallen in love with this movie a little bit after just watching the trailer. I literally squeed and waste my housemates up at six o'clock in the morning when it dropped right. um, I'm looking forward to it Tony Stark you can't go wrong with it a little bit more Robert Downey Jr uh, Peter Piker Peter Parker's a quick Peter machine <laughs> 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 Peter Parker Peter Parker pickled a what? yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but um, interesting news um, the trailer's dropped and um, set your calendars for July 5th 2019 for amazing for um, Spider-Man Homecoming Two. The sequel's already been greenlit and titled. Wow. The night he came <laughs> <on>. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, before, before I throw it out to the audience, I want to just do the other two trailers. So, War of the Planet of the Apes yeah. was our second one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Green, I want to lead on with you first. Well, I think the Planet of the Apes series is one of those rare reboots that is actually really good. Doing mm-hmm. really quite well. Yeah, itself, I mean, yeah. I'm, the Tim Burton one, as much as I love Tim Burton <laughs> and Tim Roth and all the other people in it, was terrible. But this. That was part, part of Tim Burton's sort of. Yes, yeah, it's a slide downhill for Tim Burton film, sadly. But yeah, I think... Um, Marky Mark needed the money, all right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but I think this has been... The last two films have been very good, and I'm really excited about this. Cool. So, looking cool. forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, uh, what I'm did not, you think of the I'm not a huge fan of the Planet of the Apes movies, but I yeah. generally do like the way these go. Oh, I know, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> okay, yeah. But... but but this one is, intri- is intriguing. Um, Woody Harrelson uh, narrating throughout. And Fucking hell, as soon as I, I saw him in the... Tra- any, any time he pops up in a film, I'm like, awesome. Yeah, shaving, gonna yeah. Be good. shaving his like head. Like seeing an old friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just shaving his head bald. Well, well, for me, while Susan's been... You do it, you mad it? vegan <laughs> bastard. That was the idea. Yeah, I thought it looked, uh, looked really good. I enjoyed the last two um, Planet of the Apes films mm-hmm. quite a lot. Um... So yeah, more Caesar. Come on. Hell Caesar, yeah. 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 My only concern is, with the original franchise, you started off with, boom, there's the Planet of the Apes. Apes running the show and everything. And then all the sequels are essentially prequels. They explain mm. how you got okay. to the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. So you started off with the big shebang, and then you went into the smaller details. Whereas this is starting off... Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. Destruction. This you're starting off with the smaller details, and you're slowly building up to the planet. So by the time you get to Planet Apes, you might be bored of Planet Apes. Mm. But they may this not make a... that. They may they may just stop. They may stop it with the trilogy. Mm-hmm. I mean, this will is to... they though? But will it be a trilogy? It's not trilogies anymore. It's cinematic universes. But the thing is, it's a bit like Star Wars in that it'd be like Star Wars with the prequels starting first. Is what they're doing in this, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Which I, I, I say it's working. It's a really clever idea. Hashtag Rogue One's a prequel. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> which, which makes New Hope a sequel to Rogue One. Yeah, but they actually had to announce there's no sequel to Rogue One. Like, as news. It's like, yes, there is a sequel. It's called Star Wars A New it's Hope. It's called Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And finally, uh, Baywatch. Yay! Uh, Baywatch is back. Sort with Dwayne of. The Rock Johnson. Um, okay, I'm just going to throw this out to you. Whoever wants to take it first, Baywatch. Go for it, Mr. Green. Well, I, I'll be honest. I was a teenager when Baywatch came out on TV, and I watched it for two reasons. <laughs> when was that, Stu? And I wonder if this Baywatch film is like 
my parents' generation's Charlie's Angels film. Okay. And that it was a TV show they watched when they were kids, and now it's a movie coming out as an adult. Mm-hmm. But I've got to be honest, it looks really funny. It's got the three B. Sorry, the three B. <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the B's. <laughs> it's got boobs, beaches, and bombs. And it. Boobs, like, bitches, and bombs? Beaches. Oh, beaches. Beaches. I'm very. Cannot believe half of the To be fair, Zach Efron's in this movie, there's a fair amount of bitches. Hey, I like Zach Efron. Zach Efron and The Rock are both very funny and they yeah. doing their roles perfectly, looking like very beautiful men okay. doing you know, funny things. And it look it just looks that's what you're into. <laughs> okay. I'm into the boobs, but you know Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what do you think about Baywatch I mean, the Rock Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, I mean it looks okay. No it doesn't, it looks shit. But basically it looks like it's for a certain audience. Stuart this guy, three bees over here. Three bees, and basically it, it holds no interest for me whatsoever. Oh, There's a few it? gags in it in the trailer, which is fine, but yeah, it's not for me. It's I'm curious because trailer. I'm glad you brought up Charlie's Angels yeah. as an example because we, me and Mrs. Reviews, we were watching 22 Hello. Jump Street Hello. yesterday oh, good for the film. first time. We watched yeah. 21 Jump Street like a week before, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking, you know what, yeah, Jukes of Hazards, that's been done, Star, yeah. Star, 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 what and Hatch? Star, 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 the murder she wrote one that never fucking happened. Yeah, that uh, should happen. That needs to happen. Uh, and I was just thinking, okay, so we're moving. It'll be a blog. Time. It won't be book series. We're moving through time here in terms of we've done seventies. We're moving on. And secondly, with Twenty One Jump Street, the reason why that worked is because it was really just a taking the piss out of. It was flat apparently. Out of yeah. the show and b taking the piss out of um, comedy films that try to pay homage. So, like, Jukes of Hazard wasn't funny in my book. I didn't think it was that funny. Johnny Knoxville and uh, Sean William Scott, are you sure? Yeah, I didn't They're a laugh right. Whereas 21 Jump Street, because it was really taking the piss out of its... Mm-hmm. Out of the whole idea of doing a film. But, like, there's a thing where they go, yeah, we're going to take a, something from a, a programme from the 70s and reboot it. That's a joke they have in it. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's great. Whereas with Baywatch, I was watching and I'm like, oh, we've kind of gone backwards... And we're just, it doesn't I, look like it's going to be. I don't think it's taking itself funny. seriously. No, it's not taking itself seriously. That, that's the key it thing. Has, it it, it makes the joke about slow motion in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, does yeah. it always look like she's running in slow motion? You're seeing this too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it might be good. I, I, I think Zach like Efron's really funny. Yeah. When he does comedy roles, I think yeah. he's cool. Well, Michael. I know, Shannon Tatum, again, 21 Jump Street, nobody thought that was going to work. That was good. Unfortunately, I think Mrs. Reviews has a contradicting opinion on Zach Efron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was miming, what the fuck? Yeah. Rather <laughs> <aggressively>. <laughs> he's funny on an audio show. Day of wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, right? Anyway, and Dwayne Rock Johnson, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his hit rate in terms of being actually funny, he's tr- his comedies are a bit like Arnie comedies, where they should be funny because it's the tough guy, um, but then they're not actually funny, or they're only funny because they're not funny. I don't know if the Rock's. Yeah, mate, Jingle All the Way is funny. Okay, that's fine. Mm. Jingle the way the later. Yeah, Jingle the way is funny. Yeah. Right, I'm going to throw this out yeah. to the audience. What are people's views on the... Sp- if they've seen them, the Spider-Man trailer, the new yes. Planet of the Apes, and Baywatch. Okay. Matt, Spider-Man trailer. 
awesome, but the the webbed wing kind of like oh the yeah. the, 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 the school man the, the, squirrels, the gliding squirrel shit. It's just comic <laughs> comic yeah great awesome, but at the same time in a film it's like. But how does he turn as well? Because when he's, he's facing the other way, when he jumps, and then when he's flying over the helicopter, he's facing the opposite way. How's he like, Stuart, 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 a man that dresses as a bat. He doesn't defy the law of physics. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's a question to ask about the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Yeah, go for it. Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. What's people's thoughts about Batman, sorry, Birdman, sorry, Michael Keaton playing the Vulture? I mean, yeah. apparently there are two villains in this trailer. There are two villains. There is the Vulture, and apparently there is also the Shocker. Yes. Really? So, okay. Oh, the shocker. The shocker. Yes, there is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay, for those of us such as myself who don't know who the shocker is, who the, I mean, is he is he like is he what I think he is, right? <laughs> how much detail do you want me to go into? <laughs> like, how many things are we talking all about? Away. All right, all right. Let's 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 start. Let when I say the shocker, I'm talking about maybe not the guy wearing the fishnet suit. You know, yeah, we'll have the fishnet suit. Well, we'll <laughs> Just who is he for a start? Oh, come on, the vulture looks amazing. He's He's a low-level Spider-Man villain that has basically. Uh, so is, that, is it going to be like uh, the Rhino from the last one? He's going to be energy gauntlets because what there is an analysis shown on for wrestling fans in the room. Oh yes, oh. <laughs> no, there's an analysis yep. in the room where there is a I think like a bank heist going on or something like that. Spider-Man gets thrown up against a vehicle with an energy weapon of some sort. It's thought that this character could be the Shocker, but the Vulture is also using the same weapon. So. One could conclude that perhaps there's some kind of like, you know, collaboration going on. Maybe the vulture is financing the shoppers arsenal here. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps this is like the beginning of the Sinister Six. Because I know Sony were originally sort of like building up towards this with the amazing yeah. Spider-Man series. But obviously that didn't quite go if to plan. If you Shazam the song playing in the final trailer of Amazing Spider-Man 2, it gave you a teaser trailer for the Sinister Six movie. Indeed. Which got cancelled as soon as Marvel gave the rights back to... Well, not the rights back, let Marvel use the rights to Spider-Man. But let's be honest, Suicide Squad, despite what divisive film that was, made nearly like a billion dollars. Let him finish, let him finish. Made nearly a billion dollars in the market, which goes to Steady, steady. The people are fucking dumb. There it is. Let the man talk, let the man talk. We're in the court. The point is, there seems to be a market for creating films for villainous teams, which means there could be a setup here for a Sinister Six. There are two villains in this film. I say that's worth paying attention to in Spider-Man Homecoming. Can I just say thank you very much for bringing up Or they're really interested in, middle-aged men are really interested in women in fucking short stuff and boobs. Basically. Hence Baywatch. Yeah, that's Kev, are you not? Yeah. Mr. Zygmunt. Mr. Ziggy Is it Judge? Is it Judge? Judge. The Judge. The Judge. Go for it. The Judge. This is how nicknames start. My thoughts on Baywatch is just kind of like, it's a disappointing take on what they could have done with that franchise. You could have had an old David Hasselhoff back. Is listed to cameo in the movie and Pamela Anderson. Deflated Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I've heard she's going to be in it. Competing yeah. against these young people. Yeah, that would be quite good. Like, I, 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 
I, I think the movie should have been a movie of Baywatch Nights. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the supernatural yeah. spin-off to Baywatch. Two, two competing lifeguard groups yeah. against one another who end up killing people because they're jumping on top of them instead. David Hasselhoff and Pam Ramson killed the new recruits because nobody's taking my fucking job. <laughs> they drowned them, ironically. That's it. There you go. I've had to come back as zombies for the Baywatch Nights angle on it. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Got it I, I think your uh, your twenty one Jump Street point though. I think they're going to go down the twenty one Jump Street. Well, they are, but they're going to set themselves right, up. The yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I think okay. they, I, I don't think they're going to get close enough to it. I'm going to move on from trailers, but I just want to say the Michael Keane thing is really awesome because you're going to get genius idea because you think Michael Keane, no matter how many films he's been in, you go Batman. Yeah. So yeah, Batman. But you're also, but you're also going to get Birdman jokes because he's yeah. playing the Vulture. Well, well yeah. Batman playing a Marvel villain is just like nicely played, <laughs> nicely played. A little sad note, the next section is called Death Stars mm. where we talk about people who have died. Famous <laughs> people who have died. <laughs> Don't laugh. That's so disrespectful. And that's the bus going to hell. <laughs> okay. Um, two names I want to bring up. I'm going to mispronounce his name but you might be able to finish it. Peter Vague or Vaughn? Vaughn. Born. Um, yeah, he's probably most well known now for um, Game of Thrones. But um, he's been in TV, films for and, many, uh, many different years. And Grouchy and Porridge. Well, yeah, I was going to say Porridge is where Grouchy. I know him. Grouchy. Grouchy. Grouchy, my bad. And, um, and Coast to Coast. Coast. Grouchy, yeah, Coast to Coast. <laughs> and Andrew Sachs as well. I know these, yes. aren't, I know these aren't film people, we normally do film yeah. people, but I think it's worth mentioning. But everyone from films has died. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but TV's like a small... Yeah. If you go to a TV, it's there like... There was a porridge film. Yeah. So he's technically a film star. True. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, Andrew Sachs. Oh, Mr. Ford, Mr. Ford. Yeah, ah. gone. Um, one that would have gone under the radar is um, Alice Drummond. She played the librarian at the beginning of Ghostbusters. She passed away. You know, the woman who thought her, thought her uncle thought he was St. Jerome. Yeah. Saint Jerome. She could be a ghost in the sequel to the movie. That is exactly yeah. the joke Steve made, Steve made on the show. <laughs> Pop culture pod, people, listen to it. Um. Alright, nice little plug. Okay, now, in the world of um, comic books, Adam West is to return, or already has returned, as Batman. Oh, and he was brilliant. Animated film. Yes. Yep. So he's not. We're not going to see an old man getting the shit kicked oh, out of him by a young Joe. Damn it! He sounds like an old man. No. It's Have called, you heard it's it? called, awesome. it's called yeah. Return of the Cape Crusade. It is, and it looks pretty fucking awesome. Yes. And uh, panelists, um, fucking. The Batman, the original Batman, back as Batman. We're happy, presumably. And it's also got it's, it's also got Burt Ward reprising the role as Robin. Julie Newmar. Yeah. Is this the film that's actually been out? It has been released. Yeah, I thought you were saying, saying another one. And he, been he's just been talking about it, saying about how actually he found it quite hard to get back into the world. Because I guess he's been spending the last sixty years. Actually, he didn't get paid quite that much, and he didn't get they didn't get royalty money from the sixty. The point is, he's been spending the last however many decades parodying the role he played. To actually go back into it as serious as you can be, he found a little bit difficult because he's always seen that as a joke. I I can say that they are doing a sequel to it, and they're doing Two Face, which they never did on the sixty six show. Yes, and he will be voiced by William Shatner. Captain Kirk. 
can't get better casting than that, except well, I, you know, Billy D. Williams voicing Two Face in the Lego movie. Thank you for saying the next story, Carl. The next story is oh. Billy D. Williams voicing Two Face in the Lego yeah. movie. Yeah. So, yes. Um, and that's just awesome because he's already been fucking Harvey Dent. Yes, he was Harvey so Dent in the Batman awesome movie. Awesome little. Um, what, what do the Batman fans of the panel. Well, can I just go back to the, the previous story? Put them together, man. Well, I was just saying, I, obviously being a massive Batman fan, I had to go and see that film. And I've got to say, it was really well done. It was a brilliant homage to the original series in cartoon form. So if you hadn't seen it, I highly recommend it. I think it's awesome in terms of the Billy D. Williams thing that he's finally getting to play Two-Face. Because Tim Burton got him in, and then Joe Schumacher basically paid him off and kicked him out. To get Tommy Lee fucking Jones doing the worst jumped up fucking... Um, doing Jack Nicholson as... Well, basically, yeah. Joe Schumacher, his films are basically what you would get if you did take 60s... And gave it a budget. And gave it a big budget. So we've already seen 60s Two-Face. It's Tommy Lee Jones. That's what you're going to fucking get. This is true. Not, not with Shatner at the helm. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Shatner <laughs> might be a little bit more interesting. Mm. Um, Miss Gilbert, what do you think about the re- glorious returns of Lando Carizian as Two-Face? And... Uh, Batman is Batman. I think it's great that Batman is Batman again. Maybe yeah. it'll be more it's like... Might be a, yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah. Who else? Mm. Um, I haven't seen the cartoon, but yeah. I'm not... Animated I, film. I have to say, animated <laughs> film. I'm not really a huge Batman fan, but I, mm. I prefer mm. the old... Hold back, hold back, hold back, hold back. Hold you back. Just oh! <laughs> Let me speak. Um, but yeah, I prefer the old kind of Batman, like the more light-hearted. Kitchy? Yeah, yeah, kitsch. I like the kitsch. Not the Batman. It's not my thing. But also, I really like, um, I'm looking forward to, I can't remember his name, Will Arnett as mm-hmm. being Batman in the Lego movie. Yeah, yeah. Because he's great awesome. and yeah, it looks fun. So. I'm always surprised by voice yeah. acting in animated things. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. That's actually holy massive. shit, Batman. Yeah, holy fucking shit, Batman. <laughs> um, still within the, um, I almost said Marvel, fuck, DC Universe. <laughs> Smooth move. Okay, so William Dafoe has been rumoured for a very long time. There's been talks about him being in the of all films, the Aquaman film, he's definitely going to be in it. Yes. Carl, do you know more about what Defoe faux show is going to be doing? <laughs> I'm, nice. um, it, I'm not. Aquaman's one of those uh, blank spots in my DC knowledge. I haven't read the map. Why? He's by far the greatest superhero in the world. He takes care of seven eighths of the planet all on his own. Uh, oh, sorry, yes. Is he going to reprise the role of the polar bear from the Fish Finger adverts? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, oh, God yeah. we can only hope. He's going to fuck with everybody and swoop in as a green goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Drago of the Sea will do a good job. Uh, apparently he's not going to be a villain. I don't think he's going to be a villain. I, th- I assume naturally William Defoe's going to be a villain. He's supposed to be Apparently, apparently ah, he's... Ah, ten points, that man. He's Oh, sorry, audience member. Black Manta. He's not playing Black Manta. He's not playing Black Manta. You think Black William Defoe is going to be Black Manta? I'm going to fight after American Manta. Mainly, mainly because, yeah. I love hey, it. Men's shoes I, I think that would be we could far too difficult. But yeah. No, he's, he's going to be like some... Please some... do not make that the hashtag for the show. Hashtag Black Up Defoe. <laughs> 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 oh, already on it. 
<laughs> once again, let's make this happen, people. Once yeah. again, the PCP does not endorse Nazis. Um, <laughs> the fact that we have to keep saying that is only adding to the continuous rumours. Um, he's playing a character called Volko. It's the Volko? he's the oh, right Volko. hand to the King of Atlantis, basically. So he's, he's going like, to be like, the, uh, well, like a Jafar type character. character. Sorry, he's a pretty much servant. So he's in the yeah. But, but you said it's like Jafar, so is he like Jafar's a bad advisor? I, yeah. I want to rule. From what I've read as a character it's looking into it, yeah, he's going he's gonna to turn on the king because he usually sides with his brother, Prince Orin, who later becomes the Ocean Master. I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> Someone else. No, somebody else making this shit up. <laughs> 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 I'm Team Aquaman. I love Aquaman. Good. Yay! I like Aquaman. If, if you want to hear my opinion in a northern accent... Oh, just saying. <laughs> I'm not Dan. Okay. No, yeah. Dan's opinion is the same as mine. I just can't do that rant as well. Is this good casting? Yes or no? Basically. Yes, William I mean, Dafoe. William Dafoe is always he's one of those actors who, like William Dafoe, Bill Murray, whatever film he's in, you're gonna love it. But is he good as this? Because I don't know who the fuck Velcro is. Well, you make it his own. He's... Velcro. I stole that. Off. Oh, cool, Velcro. Um, but yeah, good casting, presumably. I think it's good casting. casting. I think it's a shame that he was never cast as the Joker. Because he may in, well be. in the eighties, old school William Dafoe and old school like eighties Joker, the gaunt face, the long, smiley jaw, the high. No. That's just William Dafoe. That's William. He is a Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Especially his acting in Boondock Saints, he could have oh. easily played the Joker. Yeah. But you never know. We might have an old Joker film. Wonder. Well, yeah, you could also have Batman when Batman's really old and he's yeah. in a wheelchair. Well, that's really so well, they, well, they. It's great in 39, it's not going to be long till we. Well, they could always. No, 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 there was an animated Thomas? series, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they could always do live action Dark Knight Returns. Always Green Goblin, never. Okay. Sorry. Now, I need to move on because there's some developments in the world of Beauty and the Beast, the remake. Yes. Hey, the soldier's time. Well, we need to talk. We need to talk about Miss Potts because you know he's fucking what pissed the off. Just yeah, happened. Angela Lansbury is not happy. Angela Lansbury is not happy. So they've gone around to all the cast and stuff of the originals, and you know whenever they do a reboot, they the cast just have to go. I'm really happy for the the reboot. I'm really you know they, I wish they're doing it their own thing. She was like, no, fuck this shit. I'm yeah. up for this. No, she totally slammed it. Yeah. Okay, Miss Gilbert, and as we've established from your little singy bit. Um, I'm a big you're, fan. You're of quite a big fan of old uh, Murder She Wrote. Yeah, right? I'm a big fan of Lansbury, <laughs> and I'm a big fan of Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. like the Disney film. But I don't know how I feel about the live action. Live, <laughs> action. live action. I mean, she, she, what, one of the things she said is, when we did it, it was a cartoon. Yeah. So that's fine. But now they're doing it live action. It won't work the same as if like it's going to be an actual pop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to be animation or CGI. But it, it's like Jungle Book, isn't it? Yeah, that was great. I thought Jungle Book was <laughs> great. Well, I've seen. I've only seen pictures of like Cogsworth and is it Luminaire? Lumiere? Lumiere. And they look like Cogsworth looks too much like a clock. So I think I, I think that's what she's saying. Too much like a clock. He is a clock. He is a clock. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but in the original, were you hoping for clock adjacent? <laughs> if you listen, I'll explain the point. My point is, okay, he looks like a cartoon clock, so he had a proper human face and stuff. Whereas the new one, I just saw a clock. So you didn't think He's he looked humanoid enough? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that's, that's going to be funny. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I don't, I don't know. I just, I've got your back, Tom. So I agree. Okay, you get, okay, Mr. Green, can you please just defend me here and expand on my point if you feel the same? 
Well, I sadly haven't seen the trailer, but I get the idea what you're saying. And you're, no, saying the you're saying the, the cartoon was more <laughs> animated, more humanoid, and this is just a basically talking clock. Yeah, so, so I yeah. can understand her going... Talking clock. Her Time brain. after the third stroke will be. <laughs> I can understand her concerns. The second concern she had, which I think has been said almost on every single show when we've talked about any reboot or remake, is she's like, why? Why they, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, is anybody Disney really looking forward? Well, that's that's yeah. the official reason. But is anybody quite... actually looking forward to it, Beauty and the Beast? Oh, one person. I'll see it. You. <laughs> to to, I'm not to quote the Holy the Grail, reboot, it's all right, we've already got one. I, I, want, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't think it's needed. <laughs> you don't think it's needed? I don't think it's needed. Are you happy with it? Leave it, I'll leave watch it alone. It. I will go and watch it, because Beauty and the Beast. But... It's like one of my favourite films from when I was a kid, so but I you, don't know. You just said you did like The Jungle Book, and it is, yeah, it is essentially is, the same as what I've done The Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah, but Jungle it? Book is animals, so that's easier to replicate right, in okay. that kind of sense, yeah. I think. Okay. And that bear is just a bear. Teapots, yeah. Right? And cheap. Teapot. <laughs> yeah. Not so fucking stupid yeah. now, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the mic? Drop it, Tom. Drop the horn. <laughs> but yeah. Official jokes on a podcast. That was worth it. <laughs> but uh, good, good. So yeah, old Bedknobs and Broomsticks, she's not happy. Um, yeah. I'm surprised she's still knocking around. She was like old in Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. She's so old that in Bedknobs and Broomsticks, she, she looks old and Bruce Forsyth looks young in that. That's how fucking old she is. How is she still even knocking about? That, maybe that's why she doesn't give a shit. She's like. Fuck it. It's well, like, I'm going to be a Death Star soon. It's like, it's, saying it is. it's like Patrick Stewart. They're just Earl Grey tea apparently preserves you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think with reboots, if things usually fall into, or people usually fall into two categories. They either love and are so behind the reboot, presumably because they're getting a payoff like John mm-hmm. Carpenter, yeah. or they're massively against it because people are going to taint their memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting thing That's about right. Bedknobs and Broomsticks as you brought it up, Kevin Smith has recently said that he wants to remake Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Would it be live action? No. Would it be live no. animation? Live action. Or he's going to flip the animated bits. Yeah. I'm sorry, question? Tell me how you feel about this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd just like to add to Steve's point. If I say to you either love it or you hate it, I'm indifferent, Steve. Oh. Yeah, but you're not in them. Fancy. You're not one of the original cast. That's what I was referring to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, were you, Emma? Did you not hear that? That's your comeback for everything, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody does. Okay, moving, moving swiftly on to uh, the Barbie movie, which is apparently... Really? Oh, yeah, wow, the Barbie really? movie. Why did we get that trailer? <laughs> Wait, j- j- just say who the casting is in this movie, though. Amy Schumer? Amy oh, Schumer. No. Is it live action? Because Stuart will love it. <laughs> <laughs> They can find a woman who looks like Barbie in real life. <laughs> yeah, Amy Schumer. Um, yeah. Now, she, she does a lot of the Basically, the way this has gone is they've gone, oh, you know, the Lego movie did quite well. Um, there's talks about fucking a Play-Doh movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Play-Doh. Oh, this has been on previous shows. There's going to be an emoji so movie. A uh, shinky uh, movie. A Minecraft movie. Well, there's Tetris. Yeah, Tetris. Tetris we've discussed before. Uh, uh, and the latest uh, casualty of this obsession is Barbie. Mm. But Barbie's so, already in Toy Story. Aha, I'm glad you said that. Because before I read this story properly, I um, I had certain views which have changed. My my okay. thing before reading this was how's this going to work? Because a Toy Story of already if they go down the angle, it's a toy that's come to life. Toy Story have already done it. 
Or B, if they go down the angle that she's a real person, then it's just the story of a woman with a house and a car. And a massively disproportionate body. It's kind of boring, a, right? And a Malibu dream house, I'll have you know. <laughs> so, does anybody know about this? I yeah. haven't seen anything This is the first I've heard. I yeah. do, but I also know the plot of this movie. Okay, keep, keep it to yourself, Carl. The plot <laughs> is going that. to be that Barbie Why lives in... <laughs> Barbie lives in the fantasy world that she lives in. And it's like, she, she doesn't know she's a toy. She's kind of like a Buzz Lightyear type thing. Right. Um, and then she decides, of all fucking people, <laughs> Barbie decides that she's not perfect enough to live with all the perfect toys in her little Barbie universe. So what Barbie does oh, is she goes out into the real world... And discovers that she's a toy. So it combines both elements. The stupid, boring element of her being in the real world. Mm-hmm. And then the ripping off Toy Story element. So it's Roger Rabbit, yeah? No, basically. Yeah, basically. But, but with the four Bs. Four oh, Bs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe only three Bs. Boobs, Barbie and Bomb. Well, two Bs. Malibu Beach House. Yeah, two Bs and M and another B. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any beards in it? Because that would be a hurry. Ken! Ken's a beard. Ken doesn't have a beard. Either upstairs or downstairs. Ken has a lot of things moving. No, Ken does have a beard. It's called Barbie. Oh, Oh, fuck off. You're all thinking it. (laughs) (laughs) Homophobe. Especially especially that guy. So now we're aware of what <laughs> the story is going to be. Yeah. The weird, what the fuck? Is I, can and I, the castle, can I, where do we stand? Can I, just, well, can I just say, Toy Story wasn't the first film to do a film where toys came to life, though, was it? No, 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 I'm talking specifically yeah. about Barbie. Oh, okay, fair enough. Gorgonites for life, Charles play. Yeah, Charles yeah. play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your favourite scene. Classic. But, uh, no, I... <laughs> Yeah, I think you've summed it up quite well. It sounds terrible. It does, I would imagine the target audience is young kids, and it sounds a bit adult in its storyline for young kids. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's going to flop, because no one's going to go and see it. Wait, it will. Is it? Yeah. Is, yes. Not in the yeah. cinema. You're going to see anything. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yep. Is it a kid's what? film, or is it a Going to be no, it's an adult like, film. Porno. Yeah, like definitely got you as number. Hard all the bees and the shocker. <laughs> no, but what? Like, <laughs> say it, say But why can't it be like a spin-off, like for example, what Baywatch and Twenty Two Jump Street have tried to do? I don't know. With Was a, there a Barbie's <laughs> cartoon? With, with like, several. No, no, like especially with Amy Schumer cast. Well, it, it sounds adult, doesn't it? it sounds what, like what I heard is that yeah. she's not playing Barbie. She's in part one of the, like the extra characters, in Barbie. But Barbie herself like doesn't think she's perfect ah. and exiles her to the real world. So basically, it's enchanted with Barbie. Right. Interesting. Okay. Now, the the Han Solo standalone film. Wait for it. Don't interrupt just yet. Mister Lamb. Be careful what you say. We talk about this almost every single show, but there's a little like bit of light at the end of the tunnel in the sense that recently they've said we're going to make it more like a western that's mm-hmm. set in space. Yeah. And I think if there's only no, if there's only one good thing. No, no, no. Like, specific, <laughs> well, no, exactly. They're going back to the roots of Han Solo. Thank you. I wanted someone to say it. Thank you. Because um, when Han Solo is first introduced. He's basically described as yeah, like a cowboy in space. So, in terms of making the best of a bad situation, Miss um, Gilbert, do you uh, think having a space western approach to Han Solo is the only way of saving this? I think so. It's, bad it, like you say, it's the character. It's mm-hmm. it fits into the background of him. Yeah. Solo. Okay. Um, but 
I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know what else, what else can you do with it, really. I mean, we've already discussed on many a show that it's completely unnecessary, yeah, but at least completely. they're doing something potentially good, Mr. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think one of the advantages that we've got with Rogue One is it's new characters, so it's, nothing's being... Yeah, no childhood memories are being pissed on, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas with oh, Han Solo, no. part of the attraction of Han Solo was he's this rogue mystery guy. I don't really know much about him. He turns up at the start mm-hmm. of the first brilliant film and just becomes a much better character as he grows through the films. Mm-hmm. So I think giving her a backstory is a terrible idea to start with. But if you're going to do it, I mean, Star Wars, as Kevin's already pointed out, he's basically a Western spurt in space. So it needs oh, yeah. to be. So they're going back to those roots. He, he is basically really a cowboy in, yeah. in space. So. A cowboy western style film is the only logical way to go. I, I had a th- oh yeah, so I'll go for it, sir. Sorry, man. Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything you're saying. The only thing I'll say <laughs> is that if this story's going to really work, it's got to work on a sort of dynamic between Solo and Chewbacca. Because Chewbacca turned up in the prequels, as you may have seen. Yeah. He even was like transported. It's like a massive five star general, and then exactly. something yeah. bad happened in between like, those films <laughs> into the occurrence. Yeah, yeah. He was like personal transport for Yoda at one yeah. time. When Space hit, crack is a hell of a thing. Hit, hit, <laughs> hitting the fan when, when that beachfront warfare didn't go quite to plan. But needless yeah. to say, I think the whole, I think a great way they could go forward with it is the idea that's, you know, as you say, it's a western. It'll probably so be the Lone Ranger. Yeah, I was going to say, it could be a Lone Ranger sort of thing, because you could have, like, obviously Ham being like the Lone Ranger, and obviously Chewbacca being, you know, sort of like. Tonto. Tonto, thank you! Before I embarrass myself. I've got got something came up, I thought about something today, and that was when. That might be a real problem that no one's really mentioned so far, and that is when we're first introduced to Han Solo, he's a dick. He is. Yeah. And the whole first, point of A New Hope is, by the end of the film, he becomes the hero. He redeems himself. But that could work with Chewbacca so, and Solo. Chewbacca and Solo don't need to be friends first time they meet. Maybe they hate each other. Yeah. 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 Every, everybody likes the badass at the moment. Everybody like with Suicide Squad and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, everybody likes Not that. everybody <laughs> like that. Yeah. I mean, we're Only one person like that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I liked it enough for all of you. So. <laughs> well, you <laughs> gave it enough for your money. Oh, well, that's true. So um, it kind of yeah. makes sense. I'm aware that we're at Carl. Before you say, I'm aware we're quickly running out of time. So I will just quickly I, move on to the I, reboot. Super I, reboot. I was going to say, would you like my opinion on the Han Solo thing? No, you didn't. No, not really. Go on, Carl. What do you think about... You I, know, I'm looking forward to it, generally, just for one scene. I just want to see the uh, Lando Han uh, card game to win the Millennium oh. Falcon. Oh. Yeah. 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 With um, Donald Glover playing Lando Carissi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course yes. he is. Yeah. Okay. Now, in the world of dreams... <laughs> How the drink prices, Kev? Remember, self here, I can't say shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the exciting world of reboots... In the exciting world of reboots, um, we are apparently... The, the rights to Dune, the book, have swapped hands. Yes. Major entertainment happened now. Which book? The 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 the, series. the main the, the yeah, franchise the series, yeah, the franchise yes. so we had the David Lynch one I was say Doom oh, okay. yeah so I think it's a Doom I think it's a Doom sorry the one with the sand Doom Ray Kermit yeah no no so that's so, changed that hands which means potentially we may get a reboot of that yes the David Lynch one splits people I mean I quite like I I quite I quite like um. Sam ones, man. So I'm prepared to give it a pass, but a lot of people go, no, it's shit. So is it due a reboot? I it's certainly an old enough film. Oh, I don't know. There's <laughs> enough 
people that it's one of those films that people think it's good enough that it could deserve a reboot, mm. and enough people that think it's so shit, why not reboot it? And it's old enough, and CGI is improved enough that there'd be a big enough leap. To Honestly, justify. if you're gonna make it work, you've got to do it as a series. I mean, look at like what's been doing with you Netflix do and Amazon actually. Prime. Yeah. That's the only. Well, there was talk about series. Sci-fi did a mini series. Sci-fi did a mini series. Sorry. Please carry on. Sci-Fi did a mini-series, which I admittedly, when I watched it, because there was two, you had Dune and then you had Children of Dune, which was the follow-up. Children of Dune and Dune, though Sci-Fi series was very close to the book, obviously the production credentials weren't quite all that. But admittedly, you did get introduced to an early Charles Xavier, which was, you know, a benefit from all. So we're excited about that. Yeah, I I think a reboot could work, providing you could... Add the mysticism and the political intrigue to a point where it's interesting to engage with. It just becomes one philosophical circle jerk, script writing wise. It's going to be lost in the audience. You are not going to like the rest of my news. <laughs> 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 okay, so. As long as Sting's in it again, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Who's so hard to please, girl. Yeah. Highlander reboot by the oh. director oh. of oh. John yeah. oh. oh. Wick. Now, I didn't see John Wick, but I heard it was surprising. It's amazing. It's really good. And if there's one franchise that needs to be fucking rescued, it's Highlander, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean, franchise? It was there's so like There can be only one. Oh. Come on, Tom! No, but he's generally that witty. Highlander does deserve a reboot. I mean, normally everyone's like, no, 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 reboot, no reboots. But you know, the sequels have been so bad that actually, you know what, it, it might be time to restart that, and it could work with modern day. I think it would. Well, as you've got a Scotsman playing the actual Highlander, <laughs> you've actually got a Spaniard playing a Spaniard, not a Scotsman not playing a Spaniard. a Scottish a person playing a Spaniard who's been in Japan and therefore has developed originally a and originally from <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> Well, he's very multicultural. Yeah, yeah. he's, 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 he's something for everyone. It's a true European representation of uh, matters. Yeah. Now we're going to come back to comic books just before we round up. <laughs> I would just like to know what people thought about the original Green Hornet film. Well, the, the Green Hornet film with Seth Rogen. Shit. Shit. I like shit. My ventriloquism is really coming along. So we have, we, <laughs> we have shit, good, and mediocre. Shit. Um, because they're going to reboot it, apparently, and they want to make it dark this yes. time. Oh, no! Not seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to make it dark, and they want to make it um, serious. Like they and, said, like, Seth Rogen, and Seth Rogen has nothing to do with it. It's killing Smith for the director. What are you going to do? Get Donnie Yen to be like Kato or something? They basically said the good thing, the directors, the people involved in the in the reboot have said the thing about the Green Hornet is he wasn't somebody wearing a silly costume and he wasn't somebody cracking jokes. So basically, I don't know if that's a pop at the Avengers or whatever, but he's like the Green Hornet basically should be more along the lines of maybe Batman or Punisher. He should just well, be a he's, bloke he's a, who's out to stop crime. He's a no, but he's not actually. He's a vigilante who portrays himself as a villain, but he's actually. Well, that's his gimmick. Yeah. So he's Rorschach basically. Yeah, oh, well, maybe that's the root. They're just about the diary. Badass, which uh, they deserve. And finally, the last reboot, which I'm sure we're all looking forward to, is the Little Shop of Horrors reboot. Yeah. No. I haven't seen the original, but the Rick Why Moranis. Are you on the panel? No, the Rick. Why are you there? The, what are you doing? <laughs> you say you like films. Get the fuck out. Order, order, the Rick, please. the Rick Moranis reboot. Sweetie, wait for it here. It's brilliant. 
Yeah. So that is an example, once again, of a reboot that was great. I say I can't compare it to the original Jack Nicholson the one. There's of course, but the, the Rick Moranis yeah. one was brilliant. So again, it's another film that could prove reboots sometimes do work. Well, yeah, I mean it's one of those examples. So we've said before about the fly mm. and the thing, and of mm. course, Little Shop of itself is a reboot of a sixties well, yeah, performance yeah, yeah. film. Yeah. So why not do it again? And they're they're talking about doing the original ending potentially. Oh wow! Well, that that wasn't what was originally shot. That was well, rewritten they because the audience. Oh yeah, they shot both, but the audience they the test the audience, audience, audience didn't respond. Like, no, because no. I uh, yes at the back, please. Are, are they going to be producing it as a musical or as? Just... There are still going to be tunes apparently, because but I yes. is, is I'm blagging at this stage. I don't know. Because this is the thing that makes a huge difference: the cast and the songs are imperative to the reboot. That is why it was such a success, due to the fact that it was using a. A genre of performance that had not been used during that period of time in movies for a very long time. Yeah, old fashioned so show that, so It looks like a 50s. Yeah, it's yeah. very much a 1940s, 1950s Metro Goldwyn sort of big. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of, the thing I'm looking at is if they're looking at trying and to bring that back, that may not work with today's audience. And they used a lot and they used a lot. actually, because let's face it, I, I don't mean to bring the tone down somewhat, but shows like Glee, for example, obviously everyone loves a good musical. Get the fuck out. I know, I know. Get the fuck out. We need the audience. But the point, what she's saying is, um, Bringing back that old school sense of like drama and musical in one with a good solid cast could work actually. I'm inclined to agree. Speaking of the cast, no, originally exactly had. I think Rocky Horror is untouchable. Time, guys. Yep. That's the thing. Rocky Horror is cult good. classic you because we're. No, exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you can't touch that. But I think Little Shop of Horrors has proven it can be rebooted well. At the back again, please. Um, but that, that's exactly my point. When you say that a Little Shop of Horrors is this, 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 and Rocky Horror cannot be touched. From someone who's a die-hard musical fan and a performer that does this myself, a gay little shop of horror should not be touched. So personally mm. to me, it should be left as is because the musical score is fucking so original and untouchable. In regards to the Glee element, it, Glee is no way incomparable to this. That's just a group of twats singing. <laughs> this, this is a game, this is somebody who tells a story using a different style of performance. Musicals are not everyday performance elements now. So my point is that Glee is not necessarily open doors for people. All it's done is use modern um, pop songs mm -hmm. to tell a story. These songs are more original mm -hmm. and trying to reboot and rewrite won't work. But when yeah. you but, but, sorry. sorry, but this version is done in rap. <laughs> when, wouldn't you say that? Fuck sake! Can I not be interrupted for the fifth time? <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carl, all I wanted to say about the cast, where we've gone away from that at this point, is that originally that cast is a lot of SN early SNL players of Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, stuff like that. I think you still need great comedic singers because that's what made up that cast initially. And even and even like Bill Murray and people in not in sing yeah, roles had amazing parts in that movie. Do we know uh, anyone that's in the cast? No cast well, announcement nah. yet. No, yeah, no, yeah. Because I feel I like that's it. like I completely agree with what you're saying, Smash. Like I've, it's it's a difficult one to it's, like improve. You, you can't really wait. improve on it. I go, I'll go at the back, and then you, and then we'll yeah, round yeah. Go, up. Go, go, go. Oh no, no. I thank you for agreeing with me. I'm just going to go back uh, to exactly what Carl was saying. There is no performers 
within the current generation of actors that could do this justification. Could pull it off. If you are offering me Selena fucking Gomez and Justin Bieber, I will go and fucking Columbine everyone. What about, what about Zac happen. Efron and The Rock? Because they're going to do Baywatch. I've heard big things. Don't make me hurt you, Tom. Don't make me hurt you. And Mr. Green... Well, you ask, has anyone here actually seen the Jack Nicholson version? Yes. Yes. And is yeah. it... Is that a musical as well? No, no. It, it, it's, so a it's a straight play. So no, film. Okay. Roger Corman made it in a week, stuff, right? and he made it just just basically for shits and giggles. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it's really you're, straightforward. You're Emma, you are not wrong. Uh, basically, the re the reboot is a uh, different kind of film. Is, it's more like a, a satire of the original. It's more like taking the piss out of it, but in a really loving way. Yeah. Now, just before we go, Carl, mm-hmm. um, I would just I managed to get away. Not mentioning anything about Christmas and the Christmas show, which I'm really happy with. <laughs> um, but I will just finish closing on. Um, I would like to know very briefly individual people's favourite Christmas film and why. Or if you can't think of one, just whatever comes to mind. And I'll begin with my immediate. Well. Right. Miss Gilbert. <laughs> Good one. Uh, it's got to be Scrooged. Scrooge, yeah. Bill Murray. Scrooge, Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean. Congratulations, <laughs> Butthead. What more do you Jacqueline want? Jacqueline What yeah. more do you need? Like, it's a toaster! It's, it's a great film. We need film. a toaster, yeah. Like, <laughs> really good take on yeah, Scrooge. There's loads of... I'm a massive Scrooge fan as a story. Yeah, I yeah. love and Scrooge. And that's the best adaptation yeah. outside of Muppets. I mean, Muppets, Muppets yeah. <laughs> Muppets, Christmas Carol, like, great. But mm-hmm. Scrooge just wins it for me. Like, it's just brilliant. Okay. So, so yeah, Toward Mr. Christmas. Well, I, yeah. I was going to say... I mean, I said earlier I like things in threes, and... Yeah. <laughs> Does this have the triple Bs? <laughs> no. No, right. uh, No, my favourite is The Muppets Christmas Carol. There you go. Because A Christmas Carol is one of the greatest Christmas stories, and one of the greatest stories ever written. Mm-hmm. It's got Michael Caine, yeah. and it's got Muppets. Yeah. So it's three things I absolutely adore. So it's all the ends. It's all the ends. Yeah. Michael Caine, Muppets. His favourite story, Michael Caine, Muppets. It's Michael Caine, Muppets and musicals. No, it's yeah. Michael Caine, Muppets and Merry Christmas. Mm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, he was all the way through with that. That's fine. Yes, I've learned how to spell it this year. Well, don't worry. We'll move on quickly to Mr. Roland's favourite Christmas film and why. I'm pretty sure most of the men in the room would agree with me on this. Die Hard. Yes. And Mistress Reviews. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Now before um I do, I'm just, about yours, Tom? what's yours, Tom? I'll throw it out. National Lampoon's Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yeah. 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 Can I say everyone can relate to shit that happens in that film. And Chevy Chase, that I film actually gets sat funny my dad every fucking year I watched that. He's so dry. I actually sarcastic. sat my dad down last year and watched it with him. He'd never seen it. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I, can I tell you, first night, I love all four of our suggestions. I think they're yeah, all they're four brilliant. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that Scrooge has popped up twice in different yeah. forms. Yeah. Okay, if there's just enough time, I just want to ask people best Christmas movie of all time. If we haven't mentioned it already, Christmas Story. You shoot your eye out. God, that guy. The Grinch. The Grinch. Which version? Uh, Boris Karloff or... Uh, no, no, the, the Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey? Okay. Terry Pratchett's The Hot Father. Oh, very good one. Okay. Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah. You gonna say Die Hard again? No, Hellraiser. 
Christmas movie. Oh, fuck! <laughs> ah, interesting yes, taste. Non Christmas Christmas movies and Mrs. Reviews on the final. Um, hi, Mrs. Reviews, uh, according to that. Yeah. It's a wonderful life. Yes. It's a wonderful ah. life. It's just teaching us the lesson that don't kill yourself at Christmas because yes, everyone else is better off because you get to finish. Yeah! And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's the first half fucking done. Merry Off the rails, the Christmas show. Yay! Yes. Now for the part of the show where I'm in charge. <laughs> oh dear. And you can't, whatever. Yeah, that's another thing. Nah. Uh, we're going to kick off tonight with Troy McClure game, but let's first let's look at those prize bags. We, as we always do, start off with Tom. What's in your prize bag this show? Well, um, last year in my prize stocking, I had shitty Christmas films. Yeah, I liked I, it. And I didn't, well, it was good, but I don't want to repeat myself, so I've gone for something a little bit different. My least favourite, uh, my least favourite uh, horror subgenre just happens to be Christmas horror films, because uh, much like uh, in the same way that sex comedies are neither funny nor sexy, Christmas horror tends to be neither festive nor actually good horror. Yes. But what I have done is gone through Christmas horror and picked up what I think are actually pretty good horror films. So the best of a bad bunch. Let's okay. put it that way. What have you got? Some? Well, to begin with, I've got um, the. Um, Immortal classic, one of the best, no, critically acclaimed the best, Black yes. Christmas. Right? Not, not, to be con not to be confused with Black Nativity, which was something totally different. Um, I was very disappointed. I'm not saying it was bad, I'm saying it was different. That's all. That's all. Um, yeah. And uh, for those of, you, those of you who haven't seen Black Christmas, um, this film, um, quite iconic, it would go on to not only inspire Halloween, inspire John Carpenter, initially it was going to be a sequel to, um, uh, Halloween was going to be a sequel to Black Christmas, but basically uh, John Carpenter realised there hadn't been a film called Halloween yet, so he changed seasons. But yeah, you wouldn't have uh, slashers without Halloween, and you wouldn't have Halloween without Black Christmas, so it deserves its place in horror history. Our second prize is Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ooh. Which is, um, uh, there's been quite a few like Killer Santa films over the years, but this is this is the Trump card, if you will, and we are the year of Trumps. And <laughs> all hail Emperor Trump. It's, uh, this film's largely considered by critics to be the last great slasher film. Okay, I don't know if that's a controversial opinion or not, but it's, it's got that um, accolade. It's also, um, it was banned by the BBFC. It was like Wait. years. It was one of the like top video nasties, one of the hardest ones to get. So you know, it's famous for that reason as well. And finally, um, because it's Christmas and it's family friendly, we couldn't have a horror film with Christmas without Gremlins. Yay! Yay! Now that's a baby thing to win. Special because she's wearing a Christmas hat. Woo! I'd see in fucking double. Does that mean you're giving away Christmas gizmo? No, no I'm not giving away Christmas gizmo. And uh, it, it's a double bill that comes with Gremlins too, so you get your Christmas leaf fix as well. Oh, as if you yeah. hadn't had enough, Christmas and, uh, you got that as well. No fucking way. That ain't a joke. But that's that's my that's my Christmas stocking full of horror. Christmas horror. There you go. Yay! Awesome. <laughs> oh, and there's that reduced man from Flying Badge in there as well. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Where? They're all famous. Oh, yeah. Lord, darling, what have you brought in your prize bag? Uh, so, it's, it, I tried to go with a festive theme. No. 
So, oh, not a sheep. first of all, <laughs> some music. So, for anyone. Um, now, because it's a film podcast, yes. ah. an Avengers cracker. And it's got a mask and some other shit in it. <laughs> and shit. I got... I want to know about the other shit. <laughs> a Chewbacca <gasps> stocking. Oh, very right. oh, made, right. made of the softest Wookiee pelt oh, this side yeah. of Kashyyyk. Real Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they wouldn't be Christmas without sweets. So. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you're getting, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, well, we're going to clear half hour. Stu, what have you brought yeah, right. yeah. oh, yeah. out? And, and, and I see you're trying to go in for contention for most gifts. I've, I've got a bit of a record. I've got a bit OTT. But before I start with the gifts for the audience, mm. I've got gifts for my panel members. Oh, oh, so, oh. oh wow. Oh, wow. Oh, so oh, a golf club. I've so many gifts. Tom? Wow. Ah, a golf club. And look. Thank you. It's my own umbrella that nearly got lost in the shit oh. we were in. <laughs> That's a great, great present. And it's it's my second puberty pew 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 shirt. Yes, Star Wars references. Because it's all puberty pew pew. And not enough yakety yak. And not enough yakety yak yet. Christmas earmuffs. Earmuffs. So when I'm blocking out the haters. And uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> do I get one? Yeah. Hold up. Oh, stealing my fucking oh, thunder. <laughs> there's, some, there's something in there. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's an R2D2. It's an R2D2. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty much I wonder where you got these ones. Oh. I'm not yeah. I'm wearing it, Chris. Is there no C3 premiere merchandise? Because I hear it's a secret badass. No, sorry. Anyway, on to the actual prize. So I've got some Terry's chopped orange, because that's Christmas Eve. I got the artist, because it was in Poundland, basically, I'm going to be honest. I got. To be fair, the ice on blue, right? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, a Father Christmas sponge. Cancel Christmas. Boo! Four Christmases to make up for the cancelled one. I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure it makes up for it? Uh, yeah. The dog who saved Christmas. Oh, oh, yeah. Triple DVD. <laughs> so you get the dog who saved Christmas. The dog who saved Christmas vacation and the dog who saved Christmas holiday. Oh, oh see the theme here. Oh, so do you know what? It's, it's Chevy chasing the second one. It's got the three Bs, bones, barks and bitches. Yay! <laughs> uh, a Christmas decoration. Merry, fools be with you. Nice. Are oh, you supposed to be Miri? Twinsies! Oh. <laughs> uh, a personalised decoration, but it's got Luke, so I figured Star Wars, fuck it if you don't, if you're not called Luke. <laughs> it's personalised, I remember your name is Luke. Um, Any Luke's in the room? Festive Games box set. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't. Um, a snowman chocolate mousse. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Cadbury selection box. Candy canes. Yay! Sugar. Yay. And the rest of the crackers that no one wants to because they're a bit shit. 
And the bag as well. And some more fucking crackers. And he's got a game in the back, and it's Avengers. You're the most miserable fucking Santa, eh? I've been doing this job for 300 years, and you know what? Fuck it. In terms of the... Uh, Dude, that is amazing and way too much, sir. Thank you. In terms of the dog triple bill, if you're ever in Primark, which I'm sure you won't be because you're all such civilised people, grab a copy of Bone Alone. Which is not. <laughs> be, Which is be, not the title of your don't sex be, tape. Don't be disgusting. It's all about a dog, and it's basically Home Alone, but with a dog. Wow. It almost made its way into here, so but it wasn't it's a horror. So, so it's an animal neglect movie. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's better than it's being great. How does he make traps? I don't know, but by the end, because he's attacked humans, they have to put him down. Spoiler. I might have made that up, I haven't actually watched it. Spoilers. Well, after Stu's prize bag, mine's a little underwhelming. Should have gone first. But man. there is a rug. Right, there is. A, yeah. <laughs> the guy that went in the middle. Yeah, mine is mine is slightly <laughs> thin, considering that Rogue One comes out this week. Yeah. It's not with the non-Star Wars stuff. I've got some mince pies and a box of nerds. Yay! 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 No, those are the ones Stu Green left yeah. in my house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's probably bag. You have to ruin everything, don't you? Uh, another Mary, Mary the Force be with you uh, Christmas decoration. Some Star Wars baubles. Shit, cuz. Star Wars candy sticks. And um, I've already given one of these away, but this is the original Rogue One poster. You could win this this time, you could win big. Show it up, you sexy motherfucker. And because it's Christmas, I've thrown in another poster. No fucking way. It truly is Christmas. Drop the mic. I could barely believe it myself. (laughs) (laughs) This is the um, gatefold Star Wars Rogue One. Oh! Oh. Oh. a serious face on there. So those are my As I've done many it's great. So yeah, I'm really yeah, looking forward yeah. to this. It's my favourite Star Wars yeah, film. Yeah. I like Jar Jar. I think it's great. I think it's great. Tom, I've killed a bitch for less. Fantastic. Brilliant. Right, the first game we're starting off with tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is the Troy McClure game, which means these lovely <laughs> panellists get to use their horns. Basically, I've chosen some actors and I've taken films from their career. I'm going to say them off one at a time. Buzz in when you think you know who the actor is. And do we get multiple goes? Um, no, one go and you're out. For that, that, For that one yeah. person. Right, okay. And I'm glad that you let me explain all the rules before Just you a ask moment. questions. Just a moment, let me explain. <laughs> he does it every time. Point to Stu here. All right, you're then. on the panel this time. Yeah. All right. First actor. Oh, I can't. Oh. You're forgetting something. Oh, yes. Let's draw. Who's playing for? My bad. Put it out. I, I'm just looking forward to playing the games. I'm really excited. He's just an excited chap. Stu Green, you are playing for. One, two, oh. Yay! Law, you're playing for. I'm playing for. One, two, six. Come on down. Lena. And Tom, Tom, you're playing for. I'm playing for. One, two, two. Yes! You're hey! playing for Come on! We got this! Come on! These motherfuckers! No. Yeah? Yeah? First nice. round prizes are, are going for? to be Tom's DVD. Stocking of horror. Stocking of horror. Alright, this is your first time, isn't it? I wouldn't invest too much. Alright. Horns at the ready. That's what she said. First actor, first movie. 
A Christmas Carol. Peggy Sue Got Married. Earth Girls Are Easy. Man on the Moon. Tom. Is it Jim Carrey? Sorry, you need to answer, do the proper answer. Okay, um... Fucking hell, you didn't tell you what the problem Sorry. was. Sorry, uh, you have to, I, have, I am Troy. Oh, you're not Troy McClure, you're Jim Carrey. Correct. Ah. Fuck yes. Oh. One point to time. Oh, I've got a point. Calm oh, down. Quite easy. Earth Girls are easy. Easy, easy. Alright. Easy, Tiger. Second actor. A Christmas Carol. <laughs> the it? Shadow. Fern Gully. Right. Charlie's Angels, no shouting out. Yep. Yeah, I would say Bill Murray. You're oh, you're not Troy McClure. No, you're incorrect. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah. A Muppet Treasure Island. Okay. Home Alone Two. <laughs> Tom. You're not Troy McClure. You're Tim Curry. You're correct. Hey. Oh, come on, people. Come Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Third one. Horns at the ready. A Christmas Carol. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here. Sense and Sensibility. Hamlet. <laughs> yes, Lord? You're not Troy McClure. Yeah. You're Colin Firth? No, unfortunately. It's alright. I just wanted right, to say. So, it. As, I was at Hamlet. <laughs> Flushed away. <laughs> yeah. You're not Troy McClure, you're Richard E. Grant? No, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. So, Tom, you've got a chance to steal. Okay. The Holiday, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, <laughs> Titanic. Oh my god. Oh, I know now. Oh, I know. You're not allowed to help him. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, man, he's playing for me. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I say it after he runs up the um, I'm going to have to rush you for an answer. I'll, I'll fuck it. I don't know her name. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Stu. You're not Troy McClure, you're Kate Winslet. Kate's fuck! Correct. Alright, <laughs> right, right. moving on to the next. Don't look at me like that. Turn. I was waving on my arms. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to do this. Alright, horns are ready. Lock it on the board. Oh. No, no, it's oh, yeah, yeah, I got it wrong. Oh. I can't get it off. No, I'll just. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't mark it. Right, ready? A Christmas Carol. <laughs> Excalibur. <laughs> Ted. Hamlet. Tom. Mark Wahlberg? No. And you didn't say it anyway. You're not Troy McClure. Well, you're not him anyway. I made the exact same joke the last time when I did it, so that's fair. Alright, so Hamlet. Green Room. You're not Troy McClure. You're finally Patrick Stewart. Yes! They wave like it's Christmas Carol. This is the last one, guys. So this is for a draw. This is for a draw, but I have a tiebreaker question. Okay. Don't worry, it's gonna Right, ready? Christmas Carol, a Christmas Carol. <laughs> no shit. The Colour Purple. House Party 2. Toy Story 3. How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Theodore Rex. Sister Act. <laughs> Shoot first. You're not Troy McClure, you're Whoopi Goldberg? That's correct. Oh, yeah. I knew Law, unfortunately, you're out for this tiebreaker question. This is uh, well, tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. This is this is. You don't need the horns for this one, guys. This is how much this shit makes. To the millions, closest to the, closest to the actual number. 
How much did the movie Scrooge make in its entire box office run to the million? I will give it first to the person who answers like correctly last. Tom. I think Scott should go first. Scott? No, 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 no. I'm gonna go with 15 million. 15 million. Tom? In its entire box office run, how much do you think Scrooge made? 20 million. Tom is the closest. It actually made 60 million. So Tom wins that round. I don't like this round. Can we give me a hug? Come on. I've never seen anyone so excited. Let's not come back. Get out of it. Get off the line. Shoe Green, for the next round, who are you playing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, sorry, I've got two. I'm playing for 115. 115? 115. You're playing for Duncan. I've got two as well. Law, you're playing for? I'm playing for 119. You're playing for Kevin. That's encouraging, isn't it? That's not that's not the Christmas spirit. You know you love me. Is it? And Tom, you are playing four. One, two, three. One, two, three. Hey. Hey. You know how well it goes when we play together. The next game we are playing is shooting on location. What are we playing for? We are playing for Law and and Stu's prize bags. The combined prize bag. The big prize bag. I'm trying for you. Don't worry, I've got something special for the last game. Oh shit! I'll do my best. Hello, I'm already on a winning streak here, so I'm just gonna keep rolling. We'll start with the winner. Of the last round, yeah, was Stu Green. Was Tom, was, Tom, was, Tom was the sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, wasn't it Scott? I think Scott. <laughs> Scott won. <laughs> All right, sorry guys, I'm a bit kerfuffled. Do apologize. Uh, shooting on location. I've yes. chosen. I've chosen cities from pop culture. This is comic book movies and sci-fi. Um, Basically, I will give you the name of the city, and then you have to guess what the mo movie or franchise is. So, is it a movie or a comic book or TV? So long as it's that kind of. Okay. That kind of. That's the kind of. That's the realm. Okay. All right. So, Tom, starting us off. Cool. If I was shooting on location in Basin City, what film would I be shooting? Basin City, and it's definitely a film. Definitely a film. Basin City. Is it Star Wars? Uh, unfortunately, no. I will throw it over to Stu. Sin City. It's Sin City. Ah. Basin. The BA got cut out of Sin. Law. If I was shooting in Smallville. Oh, oh, no, 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 We didn't get to go if somebody got it wrong on the last one. And I got it right, didn't I? Yes, but it was Tom's question. Yeah. So don't I get a question now? You will! Law! If you were shooting on location in Smallville, or going down the line, I thought you were going that way, sorry. I thought you were going clockwise, not Everyone! If you were shooting on location in Smallville, what film would we be in? I mean, I don't know the exact one, but I would say it was Superman. Superman's correct. Kevin, come on, come on, baby. Right, Tom, the correct answer 
as I was Superman Stu. 4 <laughs> if I was filming in Riverdale Lord of the Rings no, no, unfortunately. No. Anybody for a shout out? Yes? Is it Buffy? It's not. It's no, actually Sunday, Archie. Sunday. Archie. Archie. Fucking hell. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I had that in my head from The Simpsons. And they're like, stay at Riverdale. <laughs> 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 yeah, a little reference I made. And I was like, I can't be fucking All right, Archie. back to Tom. Tom, if I was filming in location in Mega City 1, what film would I be filming? Would it be Judge Dredd? It would be Judge Dredd. That's one point for Tom. Which is um, amazing. You know, I love how, um, what's his fucking face? Was uh, his sidekick in that film. That was amazing. Yeah, that was so cool. Robert yeah. Schneider. Yeah, Robert Schneider. Yeah. If I was Rick filming needs. on location in That's Zion, where would I be filming? Nature. Did you just say that out loud? No, I was thinking out loud. So when you go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and Chris Farron asks that question, do you shout out? No, but I can yeah. get him fired. Though. He's Chris Tarrant of the Dodgers. Do I just answer it anyway? Yeah, you can Matrix. answer it. Matrix. Yeah, you knew the answer already, right? Yeah, I knew it. They knew it. I told you. I like this. Yeah, just so you guys up. know, Law has already won this round. Oh. Yes! <laughs> so, but to tie it all up. I just just for shit to you, Green. Yeah, it's good. If I was filming on location in Raccoon City, what film would I be choosing? Oh, it's my life! It's so easy. He knows! Yeah, no, I don't actually. Oh, come on! Do you want to fry it, I guess? Yeah, it is. Come on, you beady man. Come on. There's no zombies. Can take it. Take your time. That was you. Happy, happy tree friends. I'm gonna bitch slap someone in the shit. I don't know, I'm not even gonna guess. Raccoon City, that would have been. Well, well, throw out to the audience. Throw out to the audience. Resident Evil! Resident Evil franchise. So, Law has run that round! Yay! Law, are you playing for Kevlan? Kevin Lamb! Yes! Yeah, baby! Kevin Duncan Dale! You know it, you know it! Oh, this is good. This is a fragile place. Yeah, Right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, 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 it's because um, there's enough people who oh, okay. can find the names back in this program. Oh, yeah, shit! I'll show you both down! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you won an awesome prize. Yeah, you just won some prizes. Just saying. Ladies and gentlemen, as most so of you guys in the room will know, me and Tom are huge fans of wrestling. Or wrestling. Or wrestling. So we, just, we were talking about introducing a new element to Last Man Standing called the Last Man Standing, or the Off The Reels Last Man Standing Championship, and we'll have a proper belt for it. Like a nice proper belt. Unfortunately, I couldn't afford the belt this month. So I decided... Oh shit. Seeing as my faction is the Can't See Nation, I would make the Off The Reels Championship. Oh my god! The champ is here! The gap! Oh. <laughs> Not my first time. But ladies and gentlemen, I present to you all the back. Off the Reels <laughs> Last Man Standing <laughs> Championship Belt. <laughs> and I just let everybody know, I had no idea that was going to happen. That's so quiet. I'm, I'm the co-host of this fucking oh, show, and he refused it. I went, I'm going to change an element of the show, and I won't tell you what it is. I'm like, no, seriously, tell me what the fuck no. it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that is awesome. That is I, I know about that. <laughs> I 
Yeah, shit. What the fuck? And this, this is for people at home. It kind of looks pretty badass right now. Yeah. Because you know, nerd life. This is basically economics. So basically how it's going to work for the type, the championship, it will stay between me and Tom, it will be our respective faction, one guest will join either of our respective teams. If you win that, if you win last man standing, you get the belt tonight. Cool. So it will either go between me or you, Tom, but right. obviously for the night, you are the off the reels last man standing champion. If you win. Okay, so if Law wins, Law wins. We are you get the champions. Yeah. You guys win. win. One of you guys win. You get the belt. Okay, cool. Should okay. I get tag team belt then? Well, we can. I, I can only really make cardboard, one belt right? in time. You have one show. bit of cardboard. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's Blood, sweat, and tears went into making yeah. this belt. That explains the stains. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's oil from work. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's see who we're playing for. But first off, we need to see what actor or actress we are playing for for Last Man Standing. And I need player number one, two, five to give us an actor or actress. Who's one, two, five? It's not me. Oh, that's always good when this happens. Try, try, try again. Try again. Well, one, two, six is eight. One, two, five. Ten people in the room, All right. One, two, four. <coughs> Charlie. Charlie. Sorry, what was that, Charlie? Speak up, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. Get off your phone. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Did you say something, Charlie? Speak up, Charlie. Fuck okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> you. What's up? Helena Boron Carter. Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> 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 Helena Bottom Carter. Oh, I said it right. Fuck oh. <laughs> it. And I am playing for... I'm going to be up very fucking quick. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. One, one, one. Yes! I'm playing for Harry. Yes, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's not that spirit. I'm like Kev. <laughs> the irony of which. Uh, one, two, one. Haters. Oh, come on. You're playing for Smash. Yeah. Well, that takes a lot of the pressure off. Do we still have the lifeline, though? You will yeah. be, this is the lifeline. This is the lifeline, man. Yes, there is the solar lifeline. One, one, six. One, one, six. No one wants it at all. No, I don't blame you. I mean. It's that guy. It's that guy. Your name's Simon. 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 We're playing for Simon. Lord. Okay, cool. And Tom. That's Simon. Okay. Here we go. Lucky number one two seven. Lucky number. Is that you? You're playing. Oh my God! It happened again. There we go. Law won the last game, yeah. so she will go first. Law, any movie starring Helena Bottom Carter? I am going to go with Corpse Bride. The Corpse Bride, yes. Ooh. Could somebody have IMD? I'm scrolling. But not be a lifeline. Can't be a lifeline. Yeah, somebody who isn't a lifeline. Yeah, yeah. Steve's not a lifeline. Corpse Bride is correct. Thank you. Tom? I am going to go with. Sweeney Todd. Um, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Well done. Uh, I'll go with The Dark Shadow. Oh, oh The Dark Shadow. Oh, Dark Shadow, sorry. Oh, oh, so you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Can I use that one? Because I was going to go with Dark Shadow. Yeah, already. Cool. No, it's been I know if it's been... Uh, no, I know, I was joking. Um, oh, uh, I have some Wonderland. Yep. Um, how's about 
Sleepy Hollow? I'm just going for all Tim Burton films. She's not in Sleepy Hollow. I believe she is. She's not in it. No, I think she's a witch, isn't she? No. No, she doesn't touch. I'm going to shoot around. Hello. It's too early. There's three dead Look out Sleepy Hollow. It'd be quicker. Would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. No. No? No, she's looking up too. It's wrong. Wrong. Okay. I'm going to go with Fight Club. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good one. I'm going to go with Alice Through the Looking Glass. Yep. Is it Alice Through the Looking Glass or Alice's Adventures Through the Looking Glass? No, it's Alice Through the Looking Glass. Okay, fine. That's, that's cool. Oh, is that what we're playing? Yeah, yeah, we're getting arsy. We're getting arsy. It's full of belt, guys. Take it serious. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, okay. huge ones. <laughs> no clues. We're not lifelines. Oh. Was she in, and I'm really... Oh, I don't know if I want to use that too soon. Well, well um, actually, life no, okay, no, fuck it, I'll use my life phone then, go on. Big fish? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, Tim Burton, the shit out of that. Shoot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Planet of the Apes. Yes. What was that? Planet of the Apes. Fuck, that was my, I was going to say Planet of the Apes, and I was like, I won't use that just yet. Might be my secret weapon. And that's not. Not so secret. Um, not so secret, that's well known. Everything. Fucking hell. Um, what else has she been in? Was she in the Disney live adaptation of Cinderella. That's yes. Oh, yes. It has been really As the fairy godmother. <clears throat> oh, did you hear that, people at home? It sounded like a bear was in the room. That's just Stuart, <laughs> Stuart thinking. <laughs> Maybe he's just hungry. Maybe it's both. Someone get this man um, a picnic basket. No, but I was really hoping you weren't going to have anything. <laughs> he has to go for my lifeline. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I believe she was in a movie called Room for the View. Yep. Yep. That's, and it's back to you, Tom. Okay. No lifelines left. She. You're going to win without Stuart. Remember, this is for the inaugural championship of the author of Last Man Standing. I'm going to go down in history, man. I'm going to go down in history. I don't want to be the first guy to lose. Yeah. Um. Was she in? Silence is fucking horrible. Um, okay, I'm just gonna have to go through Tim Burton. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She was a mum, right? Yeah. 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 Thanks, well, Charlie. Well, I'm, I was. All right, there were some women in there. <laughs> I'm gonna hope that she was in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, As what now? Azkaban. That's too early. No, no, no it's hard right, for my friends. No, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah well, well, Ladies and gentlemen, our inaugural last man standing champion, Thomas Bennett Cook. It's like Miss Elizabeth. I would like to actually query that because there is a scene where a picture of her as Bellatrix and Strange is actually used in a prior movie. Is it? Is it on IMDb? I'm sorry. If there's a picture of Winston Churchill from the Avengers, Winston Churchill's not in the Avengers. No, but it is again. It is a movie picture that is an image, and therefore her character is recognised and acknowledged. Not an actor or an actress. If only it's only on IMDb. No, but can I just point out that this was a team effort because we are a team, right? Yes, it's fine. Something for uh, my, my, my teammate here. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
this until the end. Just like yes. it doesn't. It's not as. It's harder than it. Get the yeah. table, Diva. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there we go. I'm happy with that. Well, well done, Jamin. Thank you. Where are my presents? Oh, go on. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. I just thought you were thank. I think you just went. Oh, well done. So you were. So you're standing up for. <laughs> Sorry, for asking. So that's the actual winner. The person who wins the prize. Emma wins the prize. Rogue One posters. I have three now. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You got the original ones, didn't you? But not for you. Not for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Sit down. I think, as always, we end the show with plugs. Okay. Unless you want to bask in your glory a little bit longer. No, 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 no. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Um. Oh so, shit. Okay. No. Yeah. So should I go first? You go first, Tom. Okay. Um. Um, my the next show of reviews from Outer Rim will be um, tomorrow, no less, and we will be talking about. We've already mentioned it tonight, Black Christmas. Yeah. Right. Um, and because, uh, sorry, African American Christmas. You happy now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> we'll be talking about Black Christmas. What the hell is and, um, Because Black Christmas has that connection with um, John Carpenter's Halloween. My guest from the John Carpenter Halloween show, Mr. Scott Priestley, will be coming on. To talk about um, Black Christmas, and that will be tomorrow night. And you can't teach that. And you can't teach that. And then, of course, uh, before our next show, Carl, I'm going to have the end of year review for 2016. Mm -hmm. Talk about what films have been now and how good or bad they are. Dates still to be announced for that. And um, not to forget, of course, that I'm doing my carry on a thon. So, I think the 19th and the 20th, I plan to watch. All the carry-on films, which will be just under 48... Actually, no, well, fuck it. Including Toilet Breaks, it's going to be over two days yep. of uh, watching the carry-on films in chronological order from start to finish, including carry-on Columbus, which is a bit controversial, but apparently I have to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, find something? You don't have to do it. I'm doing this um, <laughs> to crew and radio bars, presenters, if they can, raise a bit of cash, so if just... A little bit of inspiration. If you can, go on the Crew and Radio website and throw a couple of shekels their way. That'd be great. Um, if you give ten pounds or more, you'll get um, a your name on the wall of fame on the Croydon Radio website, and you'll also uh, be a friend of Croydon Radio, which will give you special privileges. And um, did we get a review for the Outer Room Badge? Like, oh, yes. Fuck it. Yeah. If you yeah, if you tell me you've donated money, then I'll give you a fucking badge. We just tell you. <laughs> Oh, look you up. I, I never You're actually the most Scrooge Santa ever. <laughs> Mr. Kimber. But that, that's all my shit. That's my shit, basically. Awesome. Laura, have you got any plugs, darling? No. Awesome. Apart from one for my anus. What? Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and that tells me something about you and your partner. <laughs> and Stu. Well, I, it's not really a plug, but you may have heard about a film I made the other day, and uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone who watched it and gave me some really you positive feedback. Weird. It's bloody good. Thank you. Yes. Um, and you're a love of local, local. Yeah, the, the yeah obviously local pubs that, pubs that yes. can't be mentioned on this podcast, but uh, yeah. really, I'm about to plug one. Well, just to let you know, I'm planning to make two more for the Croydon Comic Con that's coming up. Yes, he so, is. Keep an eye out for those if you're interested. Thank you. Thank you. Aww. My plugs. Uh, next week will be the recording of our last uh, pop culture pod of the year, which is best and worst of 2016. Um, last and only today I threw up um, the. Threw uh, up. Threw up. <laughs> I don't to hear that. Come. I put online uh, the most recent um, 
Pop Culture Pod with guest uh, Stu, guest host Stu? Steve Douglas. Hello. Do we need name badges? Yes, please. <laughs> Would help if a lot. It begins with S. And um, we also had a guest, Matt Pollard, on. Matt Pollard is doing a 14-hour straight DJ shit in the ship next Saturday. <laughs> I have speech problems. Can you please stop laughing? Yeah. It's only making it worse. It's for a good cause. That's all right. It's for mine charity. It's for a really good cause. We come down there to be a raffle and cakes during the day. It's 50p a ticket and uh, £2 for a strip. Another thing, also, all the money that Matt is getting for doing the set is going straight to the charity as well. I also do a pub quiz in the ship called Ray and Carl's Nerdy Pub Quiz. The next date is January 22nd. Um, it's Carl and Ray's Nerdy Pub Quiz 6, Quiz Under Siege. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Carl, um, yeah. before we round up, um, sorry, I just think because these two guys, they didn't have anything to plug, they should pull the last remaining cracker. I yeah. think that's only fair, and it is only the last one. I don't want the ship flying everywhere, guys. Be safe. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh, what, what's in the cracker, by the way? What's oh, in there? it's a review from the Outer Rim bag. <laughs> The good thing about reviews from Outer Rim is the gift that keeps on giving Every the whole year, year round. Monday nights, fortnightly, 8 o'clock on Joy Radio. Listen, tomorrow's got Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow, the Christmas special. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Off the Rails, the Christmas show. I've been Carl Rowland. That has been my well, partner, Tom, Tom Jenny Cook. Can we have a round of applause for our guests, Lord Gilbert and Stu Green? <laughs> January for the uh, Looking Forward 2017 show. Yep. Catch you all then. Thank you all very much. Yay! 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 Yay!